Welcome, jurors, to Dueling Advocates, where everybody gets an advocate. In today's case, we will evaluate liquor flavor. If I liquor and the flavor is off, then uh, I'm totally turned off. I'm, I mean, personally, I don't really, I don't really drink for the flavor. Not really my thing. I drink for the effects. Oh, oh, okay. A drinking, I see. I see. Okay, so. Well, yeah, I mean, that would be the only reason, right? Because it, it tastes horrible. Not, not necessarily. That's not quite true. I mean, you have your Smyrnaf Ices and your Angry Orchards. You've got many flavors. So to, to say it actually tastes awful without trying them all is a bit disingenuous. I mean, you do have some really good tasting ones. No, I've tried many, many different flavors. None of them are good. For example, if you have... Vodka, it tastes like alcohol, like rubbing alcohol. It just burns all the way down. If you try pear-flavored vodka, it just tastes like a pear is murdering your esophagus on the way down. If you try banana-flavored vodka, same thing, except you can add a little bit of uh, uh, non-consensual activity to that as the banana goes down. So I guess we need to get a little bit more clear on this then. Are you talking about any alcoholic beverage or do you mean vodka only? Everything. Beer is horrible. Wine is horrible. Rum is horrible. I mean, I don't know, man. I like rum cream. That that tastes pretty good. And you've got your apple cider. uh, So Angry Orchards, those taste good. Well, the rum cream, you're cheating. You're adding a completely different product to try to tone down the horrible flavor of the alcohol. I mean, you can do that with anything, right? No matter what your, your most hated food product is, if you just take a small amount of it and douse it in some sort of a sauce, you're not going to even know it's there. But then when you look on beer, isn't that just like fermented stuff? So is that cheating as well? Like where does cheating start? A glass of wine, when is that cheating? No, I mean, those are gross just on their own. You can, you can argue those if you want. But That's what I'm wondering, because it's like you have sweet reds. And I think, I mean, let's just go basic. You've got some sweet sangrias that I think taste pretty decent. So it's... Okay, sweet red wine, there, there's no such thing, right? The, the closest you're going to get to a wine that actually tastes sweet is that, uh, that thing that Jewish people drink, uh, Manischewitz where it's, it's like sugar water with a little bit of alcoholic poison in there that still burns on the way down. It's disgusting. And then when you're talking about sangria, it's, it's going to have a little bit of a fruity, sweet taste to it just because they've decided to douse a million different types of fruit in this horrible concoction. And, and then, you, you know, you're, you're drinking it, and it's like, oh, gross, it hurts. Uh, uh, and then you get a, a little piece of pineapple or something and you're like oh finally a reprieve and then oh no it's disgusting again oh oh i i don't don't get it like how badly do you want to get drunk that you're willing to put up with that stuff like i mean if you want if you want to get drunk i mean you don't really go with sangria that's what five to seven percent alcohol you wouldn't you wouldn't go to sangria if you want to get drunk you get like a mccallan and you know one shot of that probably gets you where you need to go Hennessy, 
I mean, if you're if you're a big spender, you can jump up to Kobasi and all of that. I, I mean, that's overkill in my opinion, but it's I wouldn't even say it's acquired taste. Some of these alcohol taste good. Others, of course, you won't get me to disagree with you on like beers. IPAs take a little bit of getting used to. And whenever you have to get used to a flavor, I tend to say that flavor tastes bad and you eventually learn to cope with it. But no, I think you have a lot of smooth alcohol and you have a lot of people that love the taste. I, I mean, you're struggling to, to try to make your case here. You're, you're reaching at- a No, I like, I can tell you, I like Hennessy. I like McCallans. I, I think they taste pretty well. So but what I mean is you're saying things like you have to get used to it. It's an acquired taste. It, it's, it's gross. You, you don't, if something is already good, you don't need to get used to it. No, I said for beer, I would agree with you because I think beer tastes bad, but you get used to it. But for something like Hennessy, I find it smooth. You would agree with me no matter what, if you were smart, it has nothing to do with one part of, of the liquor category or the other it's all gross it's disgusting it, there's got to be an easier way for you to reach that mental plane than dousing yourself in gallons of, of this horrible liquid that is extremely overpriced and heavily marketed no one's arguing about the overpriced nature no one's arguing about the effects of it but to assume that just because it tastes horrible to you means it tastes horrible for everybody it's just a ridiculous notion no, no, no. it does it not tastes- taste horrible then why, then why do these things exist, right? Why does bitter beer face exist? But as you said, beer, the, where is bitter Hennessy face? It doesn't exist. So you took one poor tasting no, no. alcohol and turned it into everything tastes hard. That makes no that sense. One, that one has a specific name for it. The other ones, they just call it a grimace. You know, you, you try to take a shot of it and... And they, they even classify it as some way of proving that you're a man if you can drink these horrible things and not grimace. Yes, but just like you have some drinks that taste horrible and some drinks that taste good, that doesn't mean every drink tastes horrible. That's kind of what you're doing there. You're taking bad tasting alcohol like bitters and then you're saying because bitters taste horrible, all alcohol tastes horrible. That's just not the case. As I said, Hennessy tastes fine. McCallum, smooth. I tasted, They're I not... Taste- I've tasted those things. They're gross. To you, and that's fine. But to me, it tastes pretty well. I love the way it tastes. And it's not something that I need to, that I need to chase with anything. So to me, it's a smooth, some of it is almond taste that won't say, are are nutty. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure a nutty taste is at the top of your list, you know, no matter what it is that you're consuming. Sure. That, that has nothing to do with it. You only like it now because you had to acquire the taste by punishing yourself with things that I've, were even worse than I've those. I've always things. liked it. You know what I hate the taste of? Seltzer water. That tastes gross to me. I mean, Hennessy tastes pretty good to me. And that's what we're, you're trying to argue taste. And in my opinion, it tastes pretty well in yours. Seltzer tastes, water doesn't even have a taste. That, that's like you saying you don't like water. It does. It does. It absolutely does have a taste. No, you're thinking of club soda where they add minerals and salts to it. I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. Who cares? It tastes horrible. But Hennessy tastes good. That, and that's kind of where we're sitting at right now. I can tell you a lot of people that would say Hennessy tastes good. So, I mean, at this point, it's just relative in this case. 
Uh, it's not relative. They, these things are horrible. And that's why they have to push them so hard on people. That's why they, they market them with island beaches and uh, you have uh, beautiful women and parties and, and they can't just sell you the product directly because it's a horrible product. Listen, that's not true at all. You go to an island beach resort and you see how much you have to pay for that resort you immediately go to drink it. It sells itself at that point. Matter of fact, most of them are all inclusive because of how much they charge you. You're like, I want this, I want this weekend to end and you're gulping them down. That, that sells itself. Well, that may sell itself, but it also shows you how horrible the product is that you'll just gulp down whatever cheap variety they have there because they're not going to serve you the, the, the most expensive stuff when it's all you can consume. So, so you're, you don't even care about the flavor. You're just suffering through it so that you can get the effect of numbing your brain so that you don't have to deal with the, the fact that you paid so much for the vacation. I was about to say that. So what we're touching on right now is the different effects and the reasons that people are drinking, right? Sometimes it's a hard day at work and you just want to forget it. Sometimes but but you just is, enjoy it, though. You have some people that will just enjoy a drink. It would be their those, signature drink of choice. No, those people are sick. Because there is no enjoying this product. It's, it's disgusting. And that's what we're arguing is the flavor. The flavor is horrendous. And if you're just doing it to, to change the state of your mind, then there's got to be an easier way. You, you don't need to burn your mouth, your throat, your stomach, and, and wherever else it, it goes through your body and destroy your, your liver just to change your mental outlook for, for a little while. But if we're talking about the taste, for the people who find the taste girl, some people do find the taste girl, such as yourself, as you've already stated. So what those people do is they chase it, right? That's why you have your signature cocktails now. That's why you have your blue Long Island iced tea, where you pretty much don't even taste the alcohol. That's where you call them creepers, because you well, don't that's... taste the alcohol and then you're drunk. So some people don't like the taste. Other people do. I mean, well, it's that's... taste. That brings us back to that cream thing that you were talking about. Exactly. When you're referring to these girl drinks, that those are, it's what I said. You're basically taking a small piece of the food that you don't like and dousing it in some sort of a sauce that you do enjoy so you don't even notice that the food is there. Exactly. So and that's, my, that's, that's me agreeing with you that in some case, some people don't like it, but you can't just take those people that don't like the taste and then come to this conclusion that all of a sudden it tastes horrible for everybody. That's no, just I'm not take, true. I'm taking from a larger sample size. Everybody hates the taste of alcohol. Nobody actually enjoys it. What they do is they find one that bothers them the least and gives them the most of whatever the reaction is they're hoping for. And they go with that. I mean, I guess from there, I can say nobody actually likes life. They just find the path that they hate the least. That's just not true. Some people will like the taste. It's, that's just the case. That's just the way it is. Some people no. genuinely like the taste. No, I think what it is is that the same way, it's that same phenomenon when you buy something that's extremely expensive. And even though it may not live up to, to the hype, you paid so much money for it that you convince yourself that you're that you're enjoying it. It's exactly what you wanted. It's the best thing ever. And then you bring more people into that same trap because now you've convinced them that it's so great. They want to be part of the in crowd. So they buy it and then they claim they enjoy it. So that's why you have all of these bottles of liquor that they charge $200, $1,000, $10,000. And then they put it up 
on, on this high shelf with all these lights shining on it. And it's in a, a strange bottle that's shaped like something fancy, you know, with, with a little bit of melted wax on it to make oh, it look yes. extra sophisticated. And, and they tell you like, oh, well, that is top shelf. It's like, yeah, I can see it's on the top shelf. How much is it? Well, that is top shelf. You already said that. But no, no, no. I don't mean it's on the top shelf. I mean, it's top shelf liquor. Okay. What does that even mean? Well, it means I'm going to charge you up your wang that, that it's, it's so expensive. You're, you're, you're not even going to be able to, to leave here in a taxi. You're going to have to walk home because you're not going to have enough money to pay the cab. So it's like, okay, but does it do anything worth that, that price? And it's like, well, you want the truth or you want the truth? The, the actual truth. Well, the actual truth is that you're just paying for all the marketing that goes into it. And, and so that other people think that, you know, you're, you're affluent and, and you can afford to, to buy something that's completely frivolous and overpriced. It's like, oh, okay, okay. No, I'm sorry. I, I wanted the other one, the other truth. Oh, well, yes, this is the prime alcohol that you could ever consume. It's aged in oak barrels for what what you would think would be centuries but in reality it's actually like you know just a few years in some dude's basement somewhere but but centuries in in oak wood guaranteed not infested with termites pooping in the in the alcohol or any anything so you know totally on the up and up and and then the the bottle that it's in was forged a millennia ago in, in the the deep fires of the ancient volcanoes that, that haven't erupted for, for a few centuries and, and the heat is still smoldering there just enough so that they could melt the glass and blow it in their copper tubes and form it into this weird oblong shape that looks so amazing up on the top shelf with all of the lights behind it, illuminating it in the, the slightly dimmed environment that you're in, which is a lounge. It's like, well, that sounds fancy. How much is it? Only $3,000 a shot. Okay, how much is a shot? Ah, it's like half an ounce. It, you know, just fills up the bottom two millimeters of the glass. Well, sign me up. I'll have some of that. You know, sounds amazing. It, it, why? Why go through all of that just to get a little bit of, of a mental outlook change? I see. I see. So what? The problem here is that you just hate alcohol and and you don't like wasting your money on it. What you just said has nothing to do with whether it tastes great or not. It may taste great at that point. It may not. Ultimately, it I could make that same strawman argument for an expensive car, which just runs like a Honda anyways. I could Ooh. make that I could make that conversation for anything. Ooh, look. An expensive look. house that's just four walls. Look, look who's fancy now. Or anything. Look who's fancy now. Properly using the term straw man argument. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, well, I was easily able to identify your straw man argument in this case because that's what you're trying to do. But at the end of the day, it doesn't change the fact that what you're saying has nothing to do with the taste. Maybe $24,000 for that Remy, and then you get it, you'll taste it, and it will taste horrible. Who knows? Personally, I'm not a Remy person myself. Not, not my thing. Whatever. But that said, I do find Hennessy 
the taste's good. It's disgusting. I like it. So yeah. at the end of the day, you've convinced yourself that you like it, but initially you didn't like it. Well, guess what? I've always liked it. Maybe I convinced myself from the beginning and maybe that's what life is. Life is convincing yourself of things because some people like chicken. Some people think it tastes terrible. Some people like beef. Some people like it well done. Some people like it medium. You know, it's that's, well, that's, the, that's the spice of life. Some then, people like how some things taste and some people don't. Well, then convince yourself that you don't like it and save yourself all of that money, all of the hangovers, all of the DUIs, all of the horrible people that you wake up to the next morning. You know, it, you don't want that kind of an aftertaste because now you have the aftertaste of, of the disgusting alcohol and you have the aftertaste of wherever your mouth has been for, for that poor, unfortunate soul that you're waking up next to the, the next morning. Oh, you mean the liquor? I got you. I see where yes. we're going here. Exactly. But that said, sounds like a wild time that you didn't remember. Who cares? Well, then what's I the point? If you don't remember, you know what you're going to remember? The other thing that you managed to, to, to gain from the experience other than the memory. What's that? Yeah. I mean, it could be a lot of things. Well, is, yes, is it, it could be a variety of one category of things I mean, that you get to keep. No, or, not necessarily. Or it could be another one. Your commitment. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm about to say. It could be the other one that you create out of thin air as opposed to just inherit. It sounds like what you're saying to me is that you don't drink. After drinking alcohol, you may fulfill your biological directive, which, okay, fair enough. Hey, I hope that's not how it comes about, but I guess things happen, you know? But ultimately, that still doesn't change the taste. Now, it sounds like you also have a problem with just the effects of it, which I mean, Personally, because the effects enhance the horrible flavor. No, the effects, of course, maybe some people think they need it, right? Some people are smokers. Some people just want to forget. Some people, it, it de-stresses them, brings them down. I mean, you never know. And hey, you know what? Maybe you'll get a cut and you'll have that alcohol on you and there's some benefit there. You know, maybe someone's got to stitch you up and you just got to drink, knock it back. So you never know, man. Alcohol you know, isn't that bad, bro. It's, it's I'm not that big a deal. I'm sure if you were in that situation, in lieu of the drinkable alcohol, you could have found rubbing alcohol because it's sold everywhere. And it's in every first aid kit. There's, there's no shortage of rubbing alcohol. You'll be able to find it. And if you don't see the rubbing alcohol, I'm sure there's hydrogen peroxide. And if you don't see the hydrogen peroxide, I'm sure there's Neosporin. And if you don't see Neosporin, I'm sure there's a Band-Aid. No, if you don't see no, a no. Because maybe you cut yourself at that festival. And what the festival has more than anything else is an abundance of alcohol. So in that situation, the alcohol is what will come to the rescue. What weird festival are you at? Every one of them. Burning, man, you're in the middle of the desert. Oh, no, 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 no. That's disgusting. Alcohol isn't going to save you from what's been growing on your skin without showering for days already. That's, that's alcohol immune bacteria. You know, it's, it's developed a resistance to anything. That's why they call it Burning Man, because once you're infected with that stuff, your only option is to set yourself ablaze. But you see, that's kind of where we're, we're leading. It's like, you know what helps you to get through Burning Man? Alcohol. No, that just makes the fire burn hotter. 
you see this is what i'm saying the taste if we go back to the taste though you cannot fault people for enjoying the taste some people just like weird tasting things personally i don't like crab some people like crab what do you mean i can of course fault them for it they have bad taste and i don't even truly believe that they actually enjoy the taste i think they are just saying that so that they can avoid saying like nah you know it's disgusting i'm just uh, you know one of these people that is hopelessly dependent on mind-altering drugs so that i don't have to face what is the horror of my reality well listen instead instead they get to say i'm a connoisseur and i'm fancy and i enjoy the various flavors of all the spirits i can agree with you that a lot of people just want to escape from reality or they can't face their reality and as a result they do go and turn to drinking but that said when turning to drinking they choose the alcohol that they like that's the one that tastes well the only reason they choose alcohol is because that's the only one that has been made socially acceptable you can't just walk into a restaurant and and light up a doobie you you have to purchase the the drug that they sell which is the alcohol you can absolutely light up a doobie. Doobie. No, you can't. You can take a dookie, but you can't light a doobie. I mean, you, technically you're vaping it now. So it's it's not really a thing. And no, then no, no, they've no, no. taken away the scent and they've made it so that the smoke smells like raspberries. I mean, we're 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 in a whole new world right now. So you you absolutely can do that. No, you're still not the same way. You can't smoke. You can't vape in these restaurants. Well, you can go outside in a smoking area, and you can do it. Whatever, like, like I said, you can do all of these other drugs in in the cover of night, away from prying eyes, and and destroy yourself in your own privacy. But you can't just do it out in public. You have to purchase that drug and nobody wants that drug it's just that they're forced into it and they convince themselves that it tastes good and it's fancy and it's socially acceptable and that's how they get their high but it's it's disgusting it it, it tastes horrendous and it burns and then you know it, it, it makes you urinate constantly and it, it makes you make ma- bad decisions and there's just no end to how horrible that product is. Water makes you make bad decisions and urinate horribly. So does, and you know what? There are worse things too. If you have to choose between drinking and smoking a cigarette, which one's worse? Which one? What do you mean? They're both horrible. Exactly. But the alcohol tastes better. And that's all that really matters. Are you, are you kidding me? That's the same argument that smokers make about mentholated cigarettes. They're like, oh, it, it tastes better. It's like, no, it's disgusting either way. No, no, You're it's, just tr- it's going to kill them, yes, but mentholated cigarettes does taste better. No, disgusting. Yeah, we're talking about a taste. That's what I'm saying. Some alcohol tastes better than others. Some cigarette tastes better than others. Some food cooked some way tastes better than others. I think alcohol tastes pretty well. Because have poor taste. I have great taste. No. As is evidenced by your appreciation of smoking and drinking. No, 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 no. I make poor decisions, but I have great taste. Two different things. What, what do you remember more? 
the several minutes before you began drinking or some of the time while you've been drinking? What, what part of the memory gets erased most often? None of it. I remember the entire thing. I drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. And you still claim that you enjoy the flavor. Absolutely. That delicious flavor. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And you just drink by itself on an empty stomach? The only way to drink. I see. And at, at best, if I'm feeling pretty basic, I'll have them drop an ice in there. But outside of that, no, I like everything neat. Mm-hmm. Gross. No, that's a man's drink. That's the only way for you to drink if you're a man. You know what? what's a man's drink? Prune juice. It tastes good, and it does good things for the body, and it gives you some carbs and some other nutrients as well, and it keeps your body going. You can build muscle. You don't have to worry about certain parts of your body failing as you get older. You know what, man? On the minute you said prune juice, I realized there's just no way I'll be able to convince you or anything at this point. You have horrible taste. So we can leave this one to the jury to decide. Prune juice or liquor? Prune juice. Was your favorite advocate arguing on your behalf or have you discovered a new respect for the opposite view?